Hello, hello everyone and welcome back to Totally Women, the podcast that gets up in your business if you're a woman. Yes, we talk about everything, everything that pertains to us and nothing is off limits. I am your host, Rosemary Crosdale. I am a registered nurse as well as an adult gerontology nurse practitioner. As always, I take nothing for granted and I would like to express my sincere gratitude and appreciation to you all for your continued support on this journey. I want to thank everyone who tuned into episode four. I want to thank my special guest, Ms. Heather Dennis. She is a adult mental health nurse practitioner, and she really did an amazing job. I really want to just shout her out. Okay. Totally Woman is available for your listening pleasure on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple Podcasts. And you can also listen to us by logging on to ICNDJ as well. Ladies, this is episode five. Can you believe it? Yes, episode five. This is amazing. It's October. It's a new month. And as many of you know, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And that's what episode five is going to be touching on today. We're going to be touching on breast cancer awareness and just talking about some of the things that we as women should be doing to prevent breast cancer from occurring. So let's just delve into it. First of all, what is breast cancer? We hear the term, it's just used loosely. Breast cancer is a disease in which the cells in the breast grow out of control. Most times, breast cancer will occur in the ducts or the lobules of the breast. Breast cancer can also spread to different areas of the body. And when this happens, we say that breast cancer has metastasized. So when it metastasized, it means now that it's not only in the breast, but it could have gone to the lungs. It could have gone to your bones. It could have been gone to different places in the body. Another thing, just for statistic purposes, breast cancer is the second leading cause of death among women in the U.S. The first cancer that affects women is lung cancer and skin cancer is, is much is a little bit more prevalent, but breast cancer is the second leading cause of death among women in this country. And it amazes me. Some of the stats that I found were mind-boggling when we look at how many women are affected each year by breast cancer alone. In 2022, we see where there were over 240,000 women in the U.S. who were just diagnosed with breast, breast cancer alone. So that means that one in every three women at some point is being diagnosed with breast cancer. Ladies, this is serious business, serious business. So we have to take it seriously. Now, what are some of the risk factors that predisposes us to having breast cancer. Some of the factors, well, the primary one is your gender, right? Being female. Breast cancer affects 
over 98% of women is affected by breast cancer. Men do get breast cancer as well, but it's not as prevalent. Your age also predisposes you. Another thing that predisposes you is your genetics, right? So when it comes to genetics, we're talking about the BRCA1 gene, right? And we're going to delve into that a little bit more. Familial history, your personal history. If you have had a previous issue with breast cancer, sometimes then it can come back again. Previous breast biopsies. So sometimes they go in, they do different biopsies and stuff like that. Just going in in all these invasive procedures and stuff, sometimes they can predispose you to having to be at risk for breast cancer. Menstrual and reproductive history. So I read where they're saying that starting menstruation early before age 12, a lot of us, we started our cycles around maybe like around age nine, experiencing menopause later than 55 years old, right? Women who have had children later in life, they say that these are some of the risk factors that predisposes you to breast cancer. Some lifestyle stuff, smoking, obesity, you know, different things like that. Alcohol, these are some of the things that can predispose us to having breast cancer. And some of these things are not set in stone, right? It doesn't mean that because these things happen, you will get breast cancer, but these are factors that you should be aware that can predispose you to having breast cancer. Now, ladies, what are some of the things that we can do to have, to have us get to the stage where we don't get breast cancer, to prevent breast cancer for, from happening. And one of the things that I want to touch on that is super, super, super duper important is screening. I don't know, for those of you who have been following me for a little while, up until episode five, which we are right now, we talked about prioritizing you, right? And we talk about screening, what is screening, right? When we screen, we want to make sure because we want to prevent the disease from happening. This is why, ladies, screening is very important. So what takes place in screening for breast cancer? One of the things that takes place is that we recommend that you have a mammogram. Usually a mammogram is done around age 40. That is when, if you have no other risk factors, right? Remember, we talked about some other risk factors, like the genetic risk factors. But if you had no other risk factors, then you would get your first mammogram around the age of 40. But what if you have a predisposing risk factor, especially a genetic one? So let's talk about the BRCA gene, right? The BRCA gene is what predisposes a lot of women to breast cancer, right? Having that gene. How do you know if you have that gene? You would have to be tested for it. And a lot of times you would have had your maternal mom or your maternal grandmother. And this is why familial history is also very important. We have to talk to our relatives. A lot of times we don't know. Some of us, we've had our parents, our mom, or maybe our grandmother, they're no longer alive. But you may have an aunt or you have a family friend or someone who knows the history. Ladies, we have to talk to each other. Talk to your family, talk to your mom, find out about some of the issues that went on with their mom. Some of them may not have remembered, but they remember stuff that happened with them. 
And if there are predisposing factors and they do have the BRCA gene, you would want to get screened by having your mammogram much earlier than age 40. Because now, because of that presentation of the BRCA gene, the odds of you developing breast cancer is a 50% chance. So your odds go up a little bit higher. And this is why we say that screening is very important. Another thing that we can do also, ladies, is simple. It's the self-breast exam. The self-breast exam is where once a month, for those of you who are still having your cycle, you could do it around the time of your menstrual cycle. A few days into your cycle, you can do your self-breast exam. It's when you're using the pads of your fingers, not the tips of your finger. Now you're using the pads of your fingers to basically do an exam by feeling around the parameter of your breasts, right? You're feeling around the entire parameter of your breast. You're standing, you're looking in a mirror, especially after you take a shower. It's very good to observe yourself, ladies. You have to look at yourself, look at both of your breasts. You're comparing them. You're looking to make sure that they're symmetrical in size, right? Some of us, maybe one may be a little bit bigger than the other. Sometimes it's on the left side. Some women are different. But if this is normal for you, then that is normal for you, right? You're checking your areola. That is the area around where your nipple is. You're checking it for the color and the symmetry, right? Make sure that everything is equal on either side. If there's anything that you observe that is different from the previous month that you did it, then those are things that you would want to maybe now share with your primary doctor, right? Because now there's something different. You want to check your nipples, make sure there are no discharges, make sure there's no odor, like there's no smell. Sometimes a lot of us, we may have like what we call cystic breasts, right? Where it do feels like there are a little bit of, there are little lumps or a little cysts that are in your breast. If that is normal for you, then that is normal for you. But that's something that I would still advise you to check to make sure that that is what it is. Sometimes we do certain things. I know sometimes as nurses, we are in the health field, we diagnose ourselves. So if something is found and you find something that you're not familiar with, or if it wasn't there before, now you notice that there's some kind of dimpling in your breast. You notice that the texture around your breast has changed. It's not as smooth as it was before. These are subtle changes that you will notice. If you notice these kinds of things, these are things that you want to take note of because that means there are changes that are happening and you want to make sure that none of these things are leading up to you getting breast cancer. Another thing is when you do your self-breast exam, you're also going to make sure that you're checking your lymph nodes. And your lymph nodes usually underneath your armpits. So you're lifting up your arms and you're looking, right? And you're checking using the pads of your finger as well. And you're checking those lymph nodes and making sure that they're equal. You know, they feel the same. They're movable, right? Those lymph nodes should be movable. They shouldn't be stiff or rigid in one area. If you do feel on them and they're feeling like that, then that would be a cause for concern. I don't want to alarm or scare you, but if you do feel that, then you want to check that out with your doctor. Very, very important. Okay? So check for the color, check for the symmetry, and always remember, also check your lymph nodes that is under your armpits as well. Some of you, your breasts are a little bigger. You may also have to lay down 
put, you know, lay on a pillow or something and also make sure that you're checking underneath your breast. Pick up your breast and look. Look at the color. Make sure, you know, that you're drying yourself properly because these are areas also where moisture can accumulate. So you want to make sure that you're keeping yourself dry and you're keeping yourself clean as well. I'm very big on hygiene. So, you know, let's not go back to that. That was also covered in our episode one. Those are things that you can do in terms of screening. Screening ladies save lives. Screening save lives, right? Screening is very, very important. Like I said, I cannot, I'm going to just be harping on this for always. And I'm telling you, it's October. If you have not yet prioritized you, it's now October. We pass into September. You know, you have to put yourself on the list. Now it's a priority. You have to make it a priority. Some of you haven't had your mammogram in years. COVID happened. Some of you weren't going outside. Now we're back out and we're doing things. Ladies, you have to put yourself where you're making a priority to go and get your mammogram done, right? If you're not at the age, you have your mom, their daughters out there. Encourage your mom if you're listening to me, right? Talk to your mom, talk to your aunts, talk to different other women, talk to your girlfriends, right? Girls night out. When you go out and you're having your little brunch today, you know, you may be out enjoying brunch or doing different things. Maybe this topic comes up. Talk about that. When was your last mammogram? And encourage each other, right? To get this done. Each of us, we have to look out for each other. And especially in the black and brown community, a lot of times we go underdiagnosed. We're not diagnosed soon enough because a lot of times also when we're diagnosed, we're at a stage one, we're probably at a stage three and four, you know? So something that we could have done earlier, now it's gotten way out of control. So before we get to that stage, I want to encourage you, please, please, please. I cannot stress it enough. Screening is very, very very, very, very important. And we can keep those numbers down, keep them down in our community and make sure that our women are getting the knowledge that they need. So encourage your friends, encourage your family, encourage each other. It's very important. Okay. There's a lot of support out. There's a lot of things that are available for us. I know sometimes I'm going to go back to the mammogram again. People sometimes, you know, the pain, I know. And, and you know, the machine, it grabs your breast. It's very uncomfortable. Yes, you're going to be uncomfortable for a few minutes, right? Because it's probably about 20 minutes or so, depending. So if this is what is preventing you from doing this, then you, you just have to be uncomfortable for a little bit. Another thing that I want to talk about in terms of the signs and symptoms you may have some unexplained swelling in your breasts. And also pain, ladies, pain is a late sign. Usually when pain comes, it means that something worse is happening, okay? So you want to make sure that you're taking note of what is happening before it gets to the point where you're in so much pain that now the pain is unbearable. So pain is a very, very late sign. Also, when you're doing your breast self-exam, Note your nipple changes. Some women have inverted nipples, meaning that the nipples are inside and you now have to be the one to just like give it a gentle squeeze out. If that is your norm, that is fine. But if you didn't have that previously when you did your exam and now you're noticing that, then that would be a skin change, right? I talk about dimpling 
warm. Use the back of your hand to check the temperature in your breast. If you notice like your breast is really hot or warm to touch, you know, it should be just warm to touch. It should be like the rest of your body should be uniform and feeling the same way. If now it's feeling hot, you notice any redness, the changes in the skin texture, all of these things are what you want to be taking note of. So these are things that, you know, you want to be looking at when you're doing your self-breast exam as well. And when you're going in for your mammogram as well. So we talked about the BRCA gene. We talk about, because one of the predispositions like we talk about, and that is a genetic predisposition. So there's nothing that you can do about that, except you're going to definitely go and have your mammogram done much earlier than you would. You wouldn't wait to do your mammogram at age 40. You probably would have had it done before age 40. Sometimes we see younger women now that are being affected by breast cancer. They're not even in their 30s. Some of them are in their 30s and they're being affected. And sometimes nobody knows, right? Because that's another thing too. There's a percentage of women who get breast cancer and we don't know where it comes from. They had no existing issues. They had no genetic predispositions. They have no familial history. There's nothing going on with them. And then out of the blue. So these are things that can happen as well that they're saying it could be environmental and other reasons why they do get breast cancer, but we don't know the actual reason why. So sometimes even when you're younger, once you're having your cycles and stuff, practice doing your self-breast exam. You don't have to wait until you're in your 40s to be doing that, okay? You do it once you're having your cycle as well. In terms of resources that are available, there are so many resources now that are available for women. The Susan G. Coleman for the Cure. This foundation has been around for a long time. I remember going through Central Park, even during this time, they have the Breast Cancer Walk making strides. You know, there's the Breast Cancer Organization, the National Breast Cancer Foundation, Living Beyond Breast Cancer, the National Cancer Institute. I know sometimes women, you know, we worry about whether you have a primary doctor or not, or you don't have anyone. You can go into the hospital and you can get treated. I don't want you to be afraid of not getting treated. But if you do have insurance, take advantage of your insurance and make sure that you're getting screened once a year. And there are clinics that are available in the community that provide services for women who have no insurance. There are clinics that are available that they have a breast clinic. And these are clinics that are supported by the New York State health system. So you can get into that as well by going into some of these clinics and getting yourself checked. So you don't have to worry that I'm not going to be able to get checked, but there are ways of also getting checked. There's so many women who have had breast cancer and they were able to get treated because early detection caused them to get treated early before the cancer got to an advanced stage. So some of these women, they found a lump, they were able to go in. And some of the treatments, it could be something as simple as just having like a lumpectomy where it's just a removal of the lump and there's no radiation or chemotherapy involved. 
But understand that as you get into those higher stages, usually they're up to four stages. If you're in like a stage three, four, you may need chemo, you may need radiation, even a stage two, it depends. And every woman is different. Your treatment is going to be done based on the type of breast cancer that you have. And remember, we talked about the breast cancer affecting the ducts or the lobules, right? So sometimes it could be ductal or lobular. So it depends on the area. It also depends on if that cancer has metastasized, because now if it has metastasized, you're not only treating that breast cancer, but now here we go, we have to be treating other cancer as well. So treatment is based on the staging that you are, right? Because like I said, it could be something simple as just maybe a lumpectomy. You may need to have a mastectomy done. And technology has come so far now where women, you don't have to actually have a mastectomy where you're getting rid of your entire breast right? There are different procedures now that they have that they can actually go in and they can just get rid of the cancer without you losing your breast. They have ways if it's ductal and it's in the duct and they can go through your areola, go through the nipples, and they also are able to preserve your nipples, nipple sparing. Sometimes they can also allow women, even if they do have a mastectomy done, they can also put in tissue expanders and tissue expanders will make you have that feeling of still having your breast. For us, our breast means so much to us. And this is very personal for a lot of us. It's an intimate part of us. So when it gets affected, all of these things get affected. And I have friends who, you know, now they're in remission and, you know, I give God thanks for that where they were able to go through surgery and now they're doing fine and they're in remission, but they still have to go and get checked. Another thing that I didn't mention as well, that sometimes you may go in and you get screened for your mammogram and they may say something like you have dense breasts. So now if they do tell you that you have dense breasts, you may need to have what is called an ultrasound of your breast. So instead of just having a mammogram alone, extra screening now because the texture of your breast and the density with the tissues and maybe on mammography, they're not able to pick up those tissues effectively. Now you may have to have an ultrasound of your breast. So sometimes you may hear that terminology as well, ladies. So if you do, they're also going to do a mammogram as well as you would also have an ultrasound of your breast. And that's pretty normal to do. Okay. Now they are, they're advanced where they have MRIs, where they're having stuff done in 3D. So they can see the breast from different angles and it's easier for them to go in and just to dissect exactly where that cancer is that they can just get rid of it much easier. So technology has come a long way, but technology cannot be effective if you are not screened appropriately right? So you have to take it upon yourselves, right? Because at the end of the day, I can talk till I am blue. You know, other people can tell you, I can encourage you to put yourself as a priority. But if you don't do that and make yourself a priority and get your screenings done, then this is something that can happen. And remember, we want to be screened so that we can prevent the disease from happening. Screening and early detection save lives. I cannot stress it enough. So ladies, this is a topic that, you know, every time, and especially now this time of year, 
we're putting emphasis and focusing on it because guess what? We want you to go out there and we want you to be able to get screened. And if you do have breast cancer, it's staged early and we're able to treat it. Even you have to get chemo and you have to get radiation. I understand that some women, they may opt not to, and it depends. You have to discuss these things with your physician. And if you don't feel comfortable, because like I said, this is a very intimate and personable part of you. So if you don't feel comfortable with the person, or the doctor that you're dealing with, you have to speak up for yourself. Be your own advocate. If you feel that something is wrong and you're saying to your doctor, listen, I know my mammogram is showing this, but I'm feeling this and this change from, and that person is not listening to you, then you need to seek another professional. One thing that we have women is that we have that sixth sense. We have intuition. So when your intuition, when your gut is telling you that something is not right, then something is definitely not right. Listen to your gut. So your gut screening and early detection, that is what is going to save you. Okay. So I encourage everyone. I encourage my mothers. I encourage daughters. I encourage aunties. I encourage sisters. Please encourage each other, talk to each other, make this an open conversation. Don't keep it taboo and under the rugs. Gone are the days when we're sitting down now and living in like a no man's land. Those days are gone. Because if you don't deal with it, then it's not going to be dealt with. You can't deal with something if you don't acknowledge it. Because you're just going to push it under the rug and pretend like it's not there. How many times we've done that? I'll wait until next year to get my mammogram. I'm not going to do it this year because something else came up. But you have to. You have to. Sometimes places are open late now because they're being accommodating. They understand that people work. They're different things. And, you know, you may get a late appointment. So you can't even blame work nowadays. Maybe you're going into the office a little bit later. Some of you, you don't work every day. You can drop off the kids to school and you make an early appointment and you go in and you get your mammogram done. This is something that you cannot just sweep under the rug. We don't have that luxury, ladies. So... Early detection and screening, that is what is going to save lives. And that is the goal. And like I said, technology has come a very long way. But if we're not utilizing it, and I have to encourage my women, encourage everyone, please go and get your mammograms done. Get screening done. Do your exams. If you notice something and if there's changes, make sure that you're talking to your doctor about it. And don't let anybody undermine what you're telling them. If you feel that you're not being listened to, you have to advocate for yourself. You are your biggest advocate. You can't just be a pushover sometimes. Ladies, I can't say it enough. We have to inspire and we have to motivate and we have to uplift each other. That's what we have to do. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I pray that each and every one of you, if you are at that stage where you did not do your mammogram as yet, please, 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 please get your mammograms done. Get screened for breast cancer. Thank you. Thank you.